welcome to another episode of Completely Fucking Clueless Podcast. My name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And my name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and we both use she, her pronouns. Howdy. Did you know on our first episode of season two, you introduced yourself as Audrey Flowers? I did. I literally noticed in the moment it was an accident, and then I like <laughs> couldn't correct it because I knew we were doing a video, and I'm just like, I was like, it's not worth fixing. But I, every time I listened to it in the audio, I was like, ah! I know. I remember like watching it on my computer trying to make like snippets for tiktoks and reels and like i was like w- i didn't even notice it in the moment but like looking back i was like wait what i think it especially <laughs> irks me because like it sound i don't like if one of because like, right yes the two syllable or like the two names yes. i used the three it did it sounded it f- a little felt off. uneven yes um but we got it right today so speaking <laughs> of gene this oh. isn't a reference you guys are gonna get gene is the Guys, I'm going to be a weird energy today. So today is a Tuesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wow. We're both on a great level right now, everyone. <laughs> yeah. I only was able to figure out it was Wednesday because yesterday was the episode goes up. Yes. Um, so my grandmother passed last Friday, um, which has been very hard. So for context, the gene reference, that was my grandmother's name. My middle name is after my grandmother. Wow. Really long way around to that. Anyway. Um, it's been hard. Grief is hard. Weird. This is like the first really close family member I've lost. Um, and even though I'm probably going to seem like somewhat energetic and normal today, um, know that I'm not in real life. Like I'm crying and not leaving my couch a lot. And if you could see me, there's a reason this episode isn't being videotaped. (laughs) It's because my, I'm genuinely disgusting. Um, and whatever disgusting you think it is double it by a couple tries um so yeah grief is really hard um I'm super sad <laughs> and so is my family yeah. um but I still wanted to record this week because I think like having somewhat normalcy and whatnot I thought would be helpful yeah um but yeah so it's we knew it was a long time coming um and I'm really happy that I got to go home a couple weeks ago and spend some time with her and we're really lucky um but it's really hard for my family um my mom's dad died when she was nine it's really the only parent she's had for 50 years Mm -hmm. um and my dad's parents super sucked um and have been dead a pretty long time also um so it's been really hard on the whole family um yeah there's been uh, just so much crying um so I'm going home tomorrow um but yeah so I forget what my point was maybe there wasn't a point life update anyway if i have extra weird vibes today no that's it (laughs) yeah but i think it's still like amazing of you that you were able to like come and record well i haven't done a single other thing that is fine i've left the apartment twice both times were to get groceries and both times i have full cried yeah full like very i didn't manage to not cry in the grocery store but it was very obvious i'd been crying on the way there right which i feel like might have been more confusing for them I feel like, I don't know. I think, like, do people care, actually? I mean, they may notice it. So, in New York, not really. And I was actually talking to my therapist about this, and I found it really funny she got the reference. So, in the TV show How I Met Your Mother, they have, like, four totems, sort of, 
um, that are like thing four or five. I don't remember. I haven't checked. I haven't watched the show in a while, but are like things you need to do before you're officially in New Yorker. And one of them is full cry on the subway and don't care if anyone sees. Yeah. I did not full cry on the subway. I didn't go on the subway again. I've made it three blocks away from my apartment. There have been days I did not leave my apartment. Um, oh, really funny story from a couple of weeks ago that I never brought up. There was one night in which I was in my apartment Someone knocks on my door. I'm very confused because I have not ordered food. No one's coming over. I don't know why the fuck someone's at my door. I answer my door. It's my neighbor. (laughs) She asks me if I'm all right. And I go, yeah. She's like, we've been hearing really loud crying from the bathroom. And I was like, dude, it wasn't me. Um, And she was like, well, if you ever need anything like here, like we've been hearing crying. And I was like, I, I prop. And it was really funny because I was like, there are plenty of other times that like you would have. I full had it and like she clearly did not believe me but I was like you're hearing someone it's not me um and so now I keep wondering being like hmm, are they hearing my crime and it was really <laughs> funny because I was like dude she did not believe me and and it was very sweet of her but I was like I clearly haven't been crying like you're hearing someone else and she kept like referencing that she could hear because our like walls right. that, like, could hear in my bathroom but it's like it's it's just not wait me. that is honestly um, so fucking funny so I I kept wondering a little bit if she was gonna come check on me um Rude. but it was it was really funny because I the time that she I had not been crying I was like it's not me I'm sorry you're hearing someone cry apparently really hard but if it's loud enough that like you chose to come and check in on this stranger then you would be able to, like i turned red splotch it was not me yeah um but yeah i think crying in public in the city is fine like i remember i was walking one day it was recently and this girl was just fully crying and i think that's when it dawned on to me that i was like oh like this is okay and acceptable here most things go pretty unnoticed yeah um which is good and bad um yes yes good and bad (laughs) but yeah so i've barely left my apartment been just kind of a full mess um yeah i feel you on the mess um but a really cute funny thing um so for everyone who knows the lovely nancy purdy or has heard of nancy purdy warnings um who's one of my friends from high school's mom who listens to the podcast wow nancy's really getting brought up a lot in these past few weeks i hope she still listens i think she does (laughs) um but a really like thing that we always found really sweet is my grandmother's maiden name is purdy um which is not a super common last name so we assume my friend purdy and i must be related um, and we found out actually recently when I was home, I went through her high school yearbook and her nickname that everyone kept referring to as is Purd, um, which is what I call my friend Purdy. Um, so I love that. I just wanted to give a little, a little shout out to the Purdies and the Purds. It's um, so nice when the universe, I, I have no better term like sparkles like that yeah. when there's those like really nice like moments and it's not such a crummy place. Yeah, it was sweet. We also found, like, in her old yearbook that, like, she, like, both in, there was, like, a little aspiration section that each of them had next to their photo, and then also in a lot of notes were into her, she wanted to be a model, which we had never heard before. She would have been a great model. She's so tall. Yeah, she's six foot two. She's a fucking legend. Mm -hmm. Um but so it, what was really sweet about it so my mom sent me the obit that they were writing and i think it eventually got sent out yesterday um and added a little section about her wanting to be a model and her nickname in high school being purred yeah um 
And it made me glad that we like found those little nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, we were talking before we started recording, like I lost my first like close family member when I was 14 and it's actually been 10 years now since his passing. And it is so nice when those like nice pockets of this person who's passed come up. Like it's just like little reminders that like this person is still with you and that even though this is like a really sad thing that has happened, like there's still like great things to think about. I was talking with my therapist and um, she said two things. One was like grief really never gets smaller. You just grow around it. And so you gets mm-hmm. bigger. And so it some after time feels smaller. And the other is um, so my my grandfather died when my mom was nine um and my grandmother towards the end just kept saying like how it's like her time to be with lee which is my grandfather's name um and my therapist was like you know like i really like to think that like when people are getting close to death talk about like it's their time to be this person like that person is kind of like there with them and like waiting to like guide them onto the other side and the reason why they bring them up a lot is they can like being closer to the end they can sort of like feel that a little bit yeah um and so i i obviously never met my grandfather um but i like to think that lee was waiting there for a hundred percent i like completely believe in all of that stuff this is not a person but when my dog cooper <laughs> died in december i was like now he'll go be with Colin, who is my cousin. And like, they'll go on walks in the sky because basically when my cousin and I were younger, I am the only girl cousin Mm -hmm. in like both sides of my family. And the first girl on my dad's side in 80 years to be born. Damn. I know. So I obviously exert a lot of power. (laughs) (laughs) And when we were younger, my cousins, Colin, Jake, and then my brothers, Steven and Aiden and I, we would play dogs. And I was the dog owner and they were all my dogs <laughs> and Col- my niece loves to be a dog and yeah. we never like know what to do with, with it like, we throw you a stick like what do you fucking want I literally wish I could really remember but what I do remember is like Colin was like my protector dog like the one always by my side so I was like when Cooper passed I was like ah, oh, now he has like a dog to like be there and protect him and I and I do I believe in that stuff and I think it makes like the grief and the death feel a little easier you know like i'm not a particularly religious person i would say what's really funny is not funny it's no percent (laughs) funny um i'm gonna say a lot of things are funny and they're not gonna be at all funny so be ready for that um so my dog is pretty old um and we have a family friend um who they had two dogs um one who was a couple years older than our dog who uh was like from the same breeder and mm. was half brothers with our dog. Oh, cool. Um, and so we always said that we were related through our dogs because um, their hope of me marrying the son of that family didn't seem to be panning out really well. <laughs> um, he's moving in with his girlfriend, so they've really I given think, up hope yeah. on that. Um, but anyway, so they, they then a few years later adopted another dog named Murphy. Um, and Blue, who is the name of the first dog, passed a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, and then Murphy died recently. Um, and the, the, the grandmother of this family also recently passed. And my, <laughs> my mom was like, Keiko, we can't handle, we can't handle another more. thing right now. Uh, we, we just lost 
whole bunch of people within like it, this is also like my mom's best friend yeah um so it's like weird that their mothers passed within like mm. six months of each other but we were like keiko you gotta fucking stick around we can't handle one more <laughs> fucking thing i know yeah i feel that i was on the streets of new york the other day walking and there was a dog that like looked like my dog <laughs> crying. i was like I want my dog back. It's sad. You know, it's hard. Moral of the story, loss is really fucking hard. Yeah, super fucking hard. (laughs) And again, I'm going to seem pretty normal and energized right now. I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) And like different people have different reactions to grief and whatnot. And we all process in our own way. But uh, I straight up haven't done anything since it happened. I'm a complete mess and I've completely fallen apart. Um, So if anything similar has happened to you and you've just been a fucking mess no that's okay same dude yeah i know i feel like i've been a mess and i'm gonna start with my birthday diarrhea yes i'm saying that on the podcast because you guys you guys you guys okay you know i turned 25 last week all i wanted was you know what you expect 25 to be and this was like one of the first birthday birthdays birthdays in my life where i felt like that whole like expectation thing really ended up letting me down monumental birthday yes right so like my plan was i was gonna go to work that day After work, I was meeting my parents and Olivia to go to dinner. And then we were going to go to Henrietta Hudson, party the night away. I was going to get wasted. And then I had Friday off because I don't work on Fridays. And I was like, great. Like, I'll be fine if I'm hungover and I can lay in bed all day. And then on Saturday, one of my childhood best friends was having her 25th, like, big birthday party. So I was like, great. I'll get drunk again. And then on Sunday, I was like, great. I could be hungover. And I was just excited for a weekend of rest and rejuvenation. And, and that, partying and partying yes honestly partying because i'm like i'm fucking 25 like slay that did not happen <laughs> like so far from that happening like so step one of this this fall down was i lost my happy pills aka my antidepressants i don't know where the fuck they are but i have lost them and so it had been getting to the point where i'm like two weeks off of my meds which means they are and you're really not supposed to go gold turkey on these medications. no you are not it's supposed bad to for you. it is and like i could just feel like my my body i wasn't feeling well i was feeling really dizzy and out of it like I'm feeling really irritable and like all of these things. So I have like that sector. And then I wake up on my 25th birthday um, and I swear it was like I had taken a laxative. Like I could not leave the bathroom that morning. I was like, what is going on? Like I thought about everything I had eaten the the day before. It wasn't anything like abnormal, but homegirl's stomach was unwell I was like am I gonna make it out tonight I was so confused and then like some work got put on me like later in the day that I wasn't expecting and so then I had to rush to get ready for dinner and before I knew it I was like I'm gonna like freak out but I was able to keep it like down I was like we made it it's gonna be okay like da 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 and so the weekend goes on and Honestly, I just committed to stuff at work that I maybe shouldn't have committed to. Like I was like, oh, I'll make some extra money and I want to be a team player. But I was didn't really give myself any time for like a restorative break. 
there were some communication things about how much work was actually going to be. Um, and so my weekend, like I hit Monday night and I texted you and I was like, I cannot like I do some of the like graphic stuff for the episode release. And I was like, I am so brain dead. Like I cannot do this right now. And I like texted my boss and I was like, Hey, like I am burning out. I need a break. Um, so like, that I, I explained this story because it's given it's given me a reminder that I needed about like advocating for yourself and advocating for like when you do need a break in life. I haven't really felt this way for like a while. And I honestly think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I haven't been taking my antidepressant. Um, yeah. And like you know, things are going to come at you and they're going to overwhelm you. And I think like each step of the way I approached it with like the best mindset that I could and then slowly but surely like things kind of dwindled because there were wasn't any time in there for me to like take care of myself. So I'm saying this as a reminder to you that like it's okay to not like always be pushing yourself and then or realizing that you're pushing yourself too hard and you need to take a step back or like you're working really hard at work and like you need a day off to get your like mind back in a place where you can be a good worker you can bring the best product to the people that you're working for um yeah Sorry. yeah I don't know I also think like all of this happening like got me a little bit in my 20s spiral again because I think mm-hmm. for a while I was like kind of coasting I was like okay great like I have like a part-time job like stuff with the podcast is going well like my relationship's pretty good friends are good like like okay cool and then I think like in the last week I've been like kind of really stressed with work that I haven't gotten to like really put the energy that I like to put into like CFC or my own content. And I had this like breakdown of like, when am I going to be famous? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I, you know, it's, it's so hard to like balance the idea of like, this is what I want to do. And this is what I have to do. I have to do this work for my internship or else I do not make money. And then I do not live. Yeah. It's so hard. It's just like such a mind fuck. Dude, you're telling me. I know, because I feel like even with theater, this would come up sometimes of like, how am I supposed to like pay for all these classes, pay to audition, like all these things, if like, uh, like the job I'm making, like the job I'm doing, like it's taking up so much of my time or it's not paying me enough per hour, like X, Y, Z. It's a conundrum and, uh, you know, there's uh, a reason why a lot of people in theater are very privileged and it's because it's a very expensive career to pursue. It is. No, it is. I even feel like what, like, like semi what we're doing with the podcast, like it's an expensive thing to pursue. Absolutely. And like the only reason I like have enough money is because I have help. Like, you know, um, I think like with this podcast, we have worked very hard. But it is also deeply essential to acknowledge the amount of privilege we had starting off with the fact that we could do part-time jobs that allowed us the time to work on it. We had the flexibility and extra cash to be able to, like, buy nice equipment and to be able to do things. Like, you know, I hope someday we will become crazy, crazy successful. But, and we have worked hard and I think we, we will keep working hard. But if we become really successful, I 
hope that we will always acknowledge like an intrinsical essential part of that was our deep privilege yeah i mean even when people would ask me about my gap year a reference for anybody that doesn't know i took a gap year before going to elon long story short didn't get into a bfa program i wanted to my senior year decided to take a gap year when people would come to me about that gap year asking me what i did like all these things i always led with like the reason i was able to have this type of a year was because my parents were paying for these things for me like I, you know, I, toward the end of the year, I worked, um, at a bakery and then a summer camp. But, but prior to that, like all eyes were on those auditions. Like, and the reason I was going to Broadway dance center, like doing all these things was not because I had the money to do it. So yeah, no, the, the privilege of all of this is like so large. And I always try and recognize that. And I am always like, I've just been thinking so much about like how to juggle it all and like give the thing that I really want to succeed the time and energy when this other thing is like pulling at me. It's an impossible puzzle and balance act that doesn't have a right answer. And we just do the best we can with the information, time, and means we have in the moment. And fucking hope for the best, man. I know. God fucking damn. I know. Because, you know, now that I turned 25 last week, naturally my parents thought it would be the best time to be like, so you may need a job of benefits soon. And I'm like, don't you think I've already thought about that? Deeply aware of the fact that I'm getting kicked off health insurance like, in a year and a half and deeply. deeply afraid. Yeah. Like they're like, so you either need to be making enough money so you can pay for your own or you need a job with like benefits. And I was like, I don't you think I know. <laughs> yeah. Like. like don't you hate when your parents just like you're already like especially this week I've been so irritable like yesterday (laughs) you know my boss had given me the day off I I went to him and I was like look like I can feel myself burning out I can feel my anxiety my panic increasing I want to be the best employee for you like can I please take tomorrow off and he was like he calls me Sal he was like Sal go rest Uh, Sal really gets me I don't know why but that feels right he either calls me Sarah Alice Liddy or Sal I love that yeah so um which I'm very much appreciated from him like understanding because again like I think the idea of asking for a break can be very scary because you don't want to seem unmotivated or a bad worker or you're not putting this first and like all this shit but I'm happy like he he understood where I was coming from anyways back to the story I was like Olivia we should make my comfort meal which is mac and cheese and chicken nuggets Ooh, yeah I love it so we go to the grocery <laughs> store. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, the mac and cheese and chicken nuggets hit, took a second to really process with me. I love it. It's like the ultimate like nine-year-old's meal. Like I just love it. It makes me feel like a child. So we go to the store. We get the, you know, box mac and cheese, the, you know, chicken nuggets to throw in the oven. So first off, I said to Olivia, we need two boxes of chicken nuggets. And they were like, no, like we definitely only need one there was only six chicken tenders in there rude rude homophobic i know and then we get an annie's mac and cheese we didn't realize that it was like 
the cheese that you like Velveeta type. And oh, no, 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 no. Y'all. It, I don't know why I find that grosser than the powder. No, it would. No, I literally, as I was pouring it onto the mac and cheese, I was looking at Olivia and I was like, this is disgusting. No. I did everything I could to make it better. No. Disgusting. And so no. I literally, and then my dad, as I'm like trying to figure out what to eat now, he's like, sir, hang up your coat. And I was about to lose it. I was like, I just couldn't, you know, when everything's piling up on you, I mean, like, and one thing goes wrong and you're just like, I am going to break. I was like, all I wanted was my fucking bag of cheese and chicken nuggets. And God went now. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Last week I was having a shit week and then my grandmother died. So it really just was a fun week. You know, last week something must have been in the air because everybody I've talked to about last week had did not have a good week. Mm, love that. Yeah um just to know a couple couple wrecks um a i've been making um gochujang carbonara a bunch um which there are a bunch of different iterations of that on tiktok very good i've made it like five times um i'm no percent kidding <laughs> it's i basically have just been because i've essentially not been leaving my couch some days not leaving my bed um because I don't move that much, I don't need to really eat that much. So I've been making just one big meal basically every day and then having snacks. Yummy. And most of those days, it's been uh, gochujang carbonara. I don't know if I, I might be mispronouncing that. I'm trying my darndest. Um, so 10 out of 10 would recommend that. Another wreck, Apple TV show, Shrinking. Um, oh. Funny and dark. Not like dark, but like... I think my parents Gritty isn't the right it. word. It's really funny. It's like deeply sad. Uh, the, the premise of this is basically it follows this therapist um, who his wife died a year ago and he's been basically on a, a, a bender and just like fully not with it. He does have a daughter um, and it's him finally like kind of waking up and like being like, oh, oh fuck. Um, but it's very, very funny. And uh, Harrison Ford is in it and he's really funny. And uh, the Marshall from How I Met Your Mother is in it. And he's oh. really good at it. Oh, wait, what's his name? Jason Siegel. Yes. Oh, I fucking love Jason Siegel. He's like my celebrity crush. Yes. He's really funny in it. He's okay. an absolute mess. But I gotta it's watch a it. Really great cast. Um, another recommendation. This one's already really big. So if you probably haven't taken other people's word, my word probably won't mean shit, but Daisy Jones and the six. Very good. Yes. Um, I've been listening to that music a lot. Um, it's very fun, very well done. And, um, I'm blanking on her name, but the girl who plays Daisy has an amazing voice. Um, that's all my recommendations for the moment. Yeah, I was trying to think if I've watched anything of worth lately. Oh, yeah, and then I watched all of Young and Hungry. I yeah. wouldn't recommend that, <laughs> but I did watch all of it. But it's like a feel-good show. Sometimes, like, you need shows like that that are very light and, like, can just, like, you're just kind of, like, that's how I feel Drag Race is for me right yeah. now, is, like, I I only have the capacity. It requires no think. Right, to, like, take that in. I also love watching, watching Drag Race, like, with Olivia, because it's, like, gives us stuff to talk about. Yeah. Again, I love, like, oh, do you like this, like, or that? Because I'm a talker at the end of the day. Love that. Love to hear the sound of my own voice. Me too, dude. Um, I know. I need to watch the part two of You that came out. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but I've also seen a lot of clips. A lot of the dumb TV shows I watched uh, recently are all because TikTok just feeds me enough clips that I eventually cave and watch them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Ooh. What was I gonna say? Shit. But yes, I already have seen so many spoilers of the end of that season. I was what like, you of you? <gasps> Don't tell me. I'm not I gonna haven't tell you. But anything. I literally like the day it came out, I saw so many spoilers. I was like, dude, you need to wait on your fanets for like two days. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Here, 
mind is back. So I have been, I like watched most of the Netflix documentary about the Murdaugh murders. Have you heard about this? Yes, yes. Yeah. And so now like having all that information and like I was trying to watch you like I'm just like scared somebody wants to murder me (laughs) and I'm like I'm like I'm freaking out like always looking for people like I I was driving home last night from dropping off Olivia and I was like looking out all my mirrors to make sure no one was following me yeah I feel like as a woman you're naturally a little bit paranoid all the time and I would say when I'm stoned that is the only thing that I get like a little extra paranoid about like I don't really get Mm. paranoid about anything while stoned but I do like if I like like if someone's at the door like I double check more or like if I do get like takeout I like close my door and relock it like much faster like that is the only thing I get paranoid about is but I'm also just paranoid about that in my day-to-day life yeah. I, partially due to being a woman, partially, you know, probably to watching too many Murder. criminal lines, SVU, et cetera. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is when we were at school at Elon, I had an incident where someone was following me. Uh, that's the thing. It's happened to so many of my friends. And I've had like men chase me down the street. I've had men try and like grab my arm, like since like I was like 11. Like, I think women are rightfully paranoid about this shit because we all have fucking stories. We all know people with fucking stories. Yeah, no, and I remember when I called the police at Elon and we, like, talked about it, and they were like, yeah, the kids around here love to do this for fun. I was like, raise your children better. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I was so fucking freaked out, but I also think I handled it really well because once I noticed that this person was following me, I, like, didn't go to my house. Well, there's also, like, been instances of sex trafficking near our college. Yeah, yeah, that... That super didn't help. That that is true. Um, I do have one thing I want to say about uh, burnout before I leave that topic behind because I wrote it in a note. Um... Is this about to be wise? Are we getting wisdom? I don't know if it's wisdom. I just think that like the first time I went through burnout was like in 2019 when I left school. We all know that story. And I was like burnt out for like two years. Yeah. And so like I, you know, we've had candid conversations of like never wanting to like get back to that point yeah. because it's scary. Um, But I think like it's almost like this cycle Olivia was kind of like opening my eyes to. So like my work had me working on the weekend and then by Monday I was exhausted and burnout because I hadn't had a break. So I needed to take work off Tuesday. And then this morning, like I had to do a couple extra things for work because like, it's like this cycle that keeps pushing itself. Um, And so like, my advice for somebody like when you're feeling burnt out though is just like taking it one step at a time truly like I feel like for the most part I was able to get through things even if it were a little even if it was a little challenging just by like not looking further than that moment like when I was at my birthday dinner and like that night I was like don't think about having to get up and work tomorrow then like you know, Friday was a little bit emotional, but like then I was able to like, okay, let's leave that behind. And like, I don't know. I feel like for the most part, I've been like trying to regulate my emotions a lot more and not let things get so like heightened because I think that's naturally where I go to. And obviously it did reach a point on Monday where I was like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think burnout is really hard because we like judge ourselves because a lot of the time it looks like, laying in bed not doing anything because you are literally battery dead um 
And I think that's okay. And like, just take it one step at a time. Cause I wish like somebody had told me that when I was like so burnt out and I was in my bed and I was like judging myself for like literally laying in my bed for like months straight. Yeah. On a similar note, if you're like really down or depressed, it's much easier said than done, but like try not to judge yourself for like barely being able to like do the bare minimum. Like, my focus these past few days has been like feed myself yeah. every day. I've been brushing my teeth once a day, Love. attempting to wash my face once a day. Not a hundred percent of the time doing it. Straight up haven't showered, as I mentioned earlier. My hair is so gross; it itches. I really, I, I'm gonna shower today. But Amelia, I have said that for the past three days, so I could be lying. We'll find <laughs> out. I see my family tomorrow, so I probably need a shower today. I need to at least convince them I'm doing better than I am. Um, they listen. Well, my mom listens to this, so this is a moot point anyway. But <laughs> try not to be mean to yourself, like, you, dude. I get it. Somebody's just like that literal bare minimum is just so fucking hard. Yeah, and like I, like these past few days, like usually when I would get those bursts of energy, like it would be able to get me through like cleaning my apartment or like doing a bunch. Like recently, like. It, a burst of energy and like it took all I had to like I took out the garbage that had piled up or like cooking that one meal and then I don't even get to cleaning it up for a while later like just try and be nice to yourself and like just focus on those bare minimum things of like what you need to not die eat some food drink some water try and brush your teeth and like try and sleep yeah it's okay to just do what you can yeah, I think, like, people can go, especially people that have depression, like, can go through, like, kind of, like, peaks and valleys, up and ups and downs. And I think it's also, like, good to communicate, especially, like, if you're in a work setting, you know, and you feel comfortable enough to go to the person who's your authority figure and kind of letting them in on, like, your mental health because I think like sure my boss found out that I have an anxiety disorder through TikTok um which I I, when we were in his office one day and I was like yeah I haven't really wanted to mention this but like I do have an anxiety disorder he's like yeah I know I watch your TikTok I was like oh my god but I do think at the end of the day being honest about it and being like you know this doesn't happen all the time, but there are some times that can be like harder than others. And I just like want to be open about it with you. I, for the longest time, like when I was like really struggling back in the days, I would come up with like reasons that were so much more nonsensical than telling someone I just wasn't doing well. Yeah. Because I didn't want to admit to weakness. And instead I would come up with these absurd things. And like, I imagine like also as my friend, like it must've been hurtful. I would come up with these crazy reasons to cancel plans as opposed to just saying like, Hey, I'm I not. can barely leave my bed today. Yep. Um, I, but no, it's also yes. like super fucking vulnerable and it sucks to fucking say that. No, literally. <laughs> um, but that- I would just like, I would come up with lies and like, <sighs> That was it's me. Hard. That was me on Tuesday. One, not on Tuesday. On Monday when I realized like I really need a break like right now or I'm going to like kill somebody. Um, I was like, all right, let me just tell my boss like something has come up like X, Y, Z. But then I was like, or I could just be honest and be like, this is what's really going on. Because it does feed into the on. cycle that does make you feel like an even more shit person because then you feel <laughs> shitty for lying. Right, right. And I feel like 
you know, end of November in, in December, things were a little bit hard for me. And I was kind of doing that at work. I wasn't really like showing up as best as I could or I would sort of like make these like kind of excuses instead of like saying the truth. And I don't think it did very well for me, you know. Um, And it's so hard. Like sometimes people don't understand and they don't get it. And it's and it sucks because it's like think about if you had strep throat right now like there wouldn't be this whole discussion about you needing to rest and sleep or whatever but it's hard when you can't prove it because like i mean i even struggle that with myself it's like it makes me like do i have depression or do am i just like a terrible person who's lazy and you know a lot of the times i don't fucking know the answer um yeah (laughs) i don't fucking know the answer anyways a bunch of tips in here follow them if you want this has but no percent cohesive coherent or coherent Co- i was trying to come up with another seat cohesive coherent congruent i don't really know what congruent, congruent means continuous i don't know con cunt no I'm just-, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding i'm just kidding concise condensed cunty um i forget <laughs> all what i was saying but yeah so i turned 25 last week but oh my god do you, have you ever seen that TikTok of that girl from Vanderpump Rules? Her name is Stassi. I do not follow Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Well, if anybody knows this. this so isn't there some drama with it? Someone oh, cheated on someone. It so keeps coming up, but I drama. don't know who the people are. So I just keep sk- skipping it. But it's come up so many times for me that I've learned little pieces involuntarily. But it's because di- I don't know who the people are. I've been watching Vanderpump Rules since day one. There's so much drama right now because Tom Sandoval cheated on his girlfriend of 10 years, Ariana, with this girl, Raquel, who dated one of the people on the show for a very long time. They were engaged too. Actually, I went to see Watch What Happens Live, live the day that they were on it talking about their engagement. Oh my God. They broke off their engagement. Another couple that was married for a long time got divorced. Yeah, there's only like one couple standing, right? Yeah, like Raquel. Again, I've learned a lot involuntarily because I keep being shown TikToks about it. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even going to continue to explain it because there's so many different like things. You just have to go like look at a good breakdown of it. I'm not going to. Um, (laughs) But it's fascinating to me. You know what's so funny? The other night I was having dinner with Olivia's parents and Uh um, their mom was like, so have you heard about the Vanderpump Rules drama? I love this. And I was like, yes. Um, but, oh, shit. Where was I going at the start of this? Birthday. <gasps> yes. So Stassi, who is one of the characters on Vanderpump Rules, Steph actually sent me this um, TikTok because we both love Vanderpump Rules. And she was obsessed with her birthday. And now look. I'm kind of obsessed with my birthday too. Like I love to be the center of attention sometimes because I'm obsessed with me and it's the only day where you're allowed to be really, really obnoxious. Right. Um, and so she, it's this compilation and she's like, it's my birthday. Are you coming to my birthday? It's my birthday. Like it was just like so funny. (laughs) And that's how I feel like I treat my birthday. It's like, I always need to have like a thousand and ten events surrounding it. Yeah. I'm full missing all of your birthday events because I missed, Last Thursday, because I was just a mess. This was pre my grandmother even dying. I was just again. I was having a bad week. Yeah. Um. And then Sarah's doing a big brunch this Saturday, but I'm going home. Um. 
I'm excited. I'm excited for you. You better send me all the pics. I want to see. I will. I like was. I'm kind of sad because I was so looking forward to this. But I, even if I stayed in New York, I was like, it would feel weird to like go and be happy. I get that. I kind of knew. I was like, you know, I, I am. You yeah, kind of figured, no, I yeah. yeah, I figured. Um, I get that. Like, I I think. I would have probably reacted in the same way. It's hard for me when something like really sad is happening to just like put that away. Yeah. And I like can do it, but it like feels like you feel gross. Yeah. 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 I get that. Um, Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm having a brunch in New York and um, I'm just excited because this weekend I have no work I have nothing to do so I'm gonna like get drunkity drunkity drunk love that and have fun I know actually last week I my friend had a brunch for her birthday because I'm on March 9th and she's March 10th and we always like coordinate on our birthdays because we want to make sure each has their opportunity or do we want to do it together whatever but I got a a zoom not a zoom I got a canon g7 yes. no is that it g7x I don't, I don't know what camera you have I, gr- girl I barely know how to use it Liz does all of it for me basically <laughs> at this point but I brought it to Tori's brunch and it was so fun I felt like a vlogger I felt like the cool girls on TikTok because they're always bringing their cameras with them everywhere and I was just like taking photos of everyone and taking videos and then it was so good to have the memories like it's hysterical I love that. I know. So I'm doing the same thing this weekend. I'm literally going early to get a whole photo shoot because I got this As really amazing cake. I know everyone's supposed to wear pink. I'm honestly so jealous because I've followed that cake person for so long I, and I've wanted one of their cakes and I'm so, so jealous that you're getting one, particularly because now if I got one, it would seem like I'm copying you. Yeah. Sorry. I actually <laughs> used the place that you said was Fuck cute, her. but it is. Okay. There's so you better send me so many photos. I'm I will. so jealous. I'll send you a photo of what it comes out to be. I'm so excited to see what it comes out to be i'm so excited for i you. just want to literally also you're making everyone wear pink which i love yeah. and also is i'm planning on making everyone for my 25th we really this is why we have a podcast together i'm also making people dress i haven't decided if it's i think it's gonna just be my general color palette yes so last week when i was at this brunch you know my amazing friend liz who takes photos of us and me she just like has the brain of somebody who like who takes photos and she's like you should make everyone wear pink yeah and I was like I wanted to do that but I didn't want to be annoying so yeah. I just said like if you have something that has some pink in it yeah. like I would love that Olivia's still gonna wear black which is perfect I was like you're yes. not allowed to wear pink we need the the juxtaposition the of who we are um, I literally I already told I, like months ago told uh, Julia and my dad I was like you two are the only two who have a pass on the dress code Please. Um, but I would still like you to dress in your best me impression. Maybe not Jeffrey because <laughs> he just doesn't know what's happening. I know. It's so funny. My parents originally were going to come like for cake at the end. I don't know if they want that anymore because unfortunately it's going to rain that day. Aww. But I was like, it's fun. It's going. We're going to be a mess by the end. Yeah. Um, or I plan to be a mess by the end. Don't Absolutely. know about the rest of them. But I may also pace myself because I with my friends it's never just brunch i've gotten really into for birthdays doing like a two-part thing (laughs) which is really obnoxious um but i i like it so that i can have like my parents and we still get drunk and kind of messy at one but i can do like one with parents and then one just with your friends yeah yeah no brunch is never just brunch with my friends like even like i respect it so hard put birthdays aside like when brunch starts at one, I could be getting home 
between 10 and 2 in the morning. See, I'm just so impressed by that rallying. Anytime that I do a, a darty a brunch, um, I go to sleep. I don't do anything for the rest of the day. I sober up. I... I don't know what it is. Like I literally genuinely so impressive. It's but it's insanity. And the thing about me though, is I can never actually commit to the full thing. It has to be a very in the moment decision in that moment. Like the other weekend for Tori's birthday, I, they were like, what are we doing after this? And I was like, all right, what are we doing after this? (laughs) Like, what are we doing? Because I woke up that morning. I felt like shit. Like I had worked yesterday. I was fucking stressed. I didn't like health wise. I wasn't feeling great. Cause like, I think because I don't have my meds. Um, but I do now, everybody. Oh, good. Good. Thank God. Um, I full forgot my meds last few days. I it, finally remembered them today. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I got, <laughs> I need my meds. I need my meds. I'm like, I, I need the stable balance. Okay. Wait, quick share. Yeah. So as everyone, I always say, as everyone knows, and then every time as I start saying it, I correct myself because I don't like it. <sighs> anyway, I'm taking Zoloft now. Um, and the pills are so much prettier than Prozac. Oh, really? What color are they? Well, they were green the first time. They were and like they're okay. this really pastel green, and now they're like this really pretty light blue. And I'm oh. like, these are so cute. That's nice. My guan facine, which is for my anxiety, is like a light green. I used to take a vitamin that was a light pink, and it was literally the reason I took my vitamins every day because I was like, it's, it's so, so pretty. pretty. My antidepressant, though, is ugly as fuck. It's like this really gross yellow and green. Mm. It's not cute. Yeah, my, my Prozac wasn't cute. But I will say from this experience, I have learned that I, I still need to be on an antidepressant. Well, I would say additionally, again, <laughs> going cold turkey, you're really, really not, not supposed, supposed to, to do. do. Right. There's a reason why I weaned off very slowly over months previously. Like, you're really not. I've done it multiple times. You're really no, not supposed no. to. No, it was not good. Yeah. Anyways... Take your happy pills. Brunch is never just a brunch. Burnout is okay. And birthday diarrhea sucks. <laughs> maybe I'll shower today. And yes. And maybe Audrey will shower. Send me. It's, uh, if you. <laughs> I'm trying to think. One like equals an extra shower for Audrey. One like equals an extra shower. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to think of like those memes where it's like retweet i'm doing a bad job explaining this i'm gonna stop that's okay that's okay um also next week we have a really exciting interview we are interviewing meg J. she is the author of the defining Defining decade Decade, which audrey is the decade we're in right now yes and audrey has loved and preached this book for so long and i finally got sarah to read it yes i had to read (laughs) it actually i didn't get sarah to read it but that's a different story yes hopefully we'll be able to tell you a story on why I had to read it very soon. <laughs> um, but I had to read it for good things. But Meg is also coming on our podcast yes, and it's super exciting. Um, this episode will go out the day before she so if you listen interview. To this, the day that it comes out Tuesday, the any idea what next Tuesday is? Let's find no, out. Let's find out. It should be the 21st. Yes. Yeah, so if you're listening to this on Tuesday, the 21st and you have a question about it, send, send us it a on question. in. If it's after the 21st, fuck you. Yes. Um, so look forward to that because she is the 20 decade guru. Um, <laughs> and she's also just a really lovely person she and is. gives she's great advice. Gem. Anyways, we hope you loved our mumble jumble rambling today. It honestly felt really good. So it was a good thing for me. 
you guys really i wish you could see what i look like and how i've been podcasting most of the time i fully like have i'm like lying down i'm full like you know horizontal what? that's okay we got through we did it guys i'm a serve today fuck yeah if you like what you're hearing do not forget oh my god i did it wrong <laughs> guys there's a way that this goes and i'm not doing it right Anyways, if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And on TikTok and YouTube at Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. Woo! And don't forget to like, rate, review, subscribe, like, follow, send it to a friend. Do all the things because it helps us. Please. Please? Please. Look, people, I'm I'm really, I know I've laughed a bunch in this. We need a win. I really, I was saying to Sarah <laughs> with this, I really need a win. Like, I really really need a win please give us a win thanks thanks everyone have an amazing tourist day and do not forget to be a motherfucking clueless Yay. Okay. <laughs>